Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to For the Record, episode number 48. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're having a great start to your day. If you're waking up as late as I am, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the benefit of being a night owl. You sleep until noon, but doesn't always work in your favor. Anyway, um, I'm assuming most of you have been up for much longer than I have, so I hope you're already having a wonderful day and are getting ready for a great weekend. Um, this episode was pretty special. Um, this was an old friend of mine, um, who I knew in the music scene for a very long time. His name is Brandon Leland. We didn't really, we kind of stopped talking for a while, not because things were bad. We just kind of, it, it happens with people. You kind of go separate ways. Uh, things happen, um, in life, like they'll, just things will take you, They'll take you in kind of different paths and directions. So he went on and did a lot of acting stuff. And I mean, that was always a big thing of his. And we talk about that a lot in the episode. Um, he, I mean, we still bonded over music and things like that. But it was, he, he just had a lot going on. And I had a lot going on with building the site and with music photography and uh, starting a podcast and all those crazy things. But it was really cool to reconnect. Um and this was a very laid-back episode and it was nice to kind of talk about all the things that he was working on particularly we talked about a short film that he made um which we'll put the link to that in the um back in the excuse me the description of the podcast below for you all to check out um anyway there's not really any any big announcements or anything like that that we got going on uh we've got episodes coming next week which you'll see uh very soon we'll put that up um as always it's on shamelesspromo.net and there we go all right enjoy this episode number 48 with brandon leland So it was nothing like that. It was just the the circumstances in which it occurred. I, I got into a huge fight with my mom and moved out. And we're better. We're actually way better now. Yeah. And we all knew that that was kind of what yeah. needed to happen. Yeah. But it just Dude, good for you, it sucked when it happened. Because then I got there and I was just and she's like, because. I had moved out, and we we. Can we put this down on top? Oh, dude, no, you're okay, good. Okay. No, this is the, I, I brought this. I just, you know, Do you I want anything else to drink? Or dude, you can, great, thank yeah, you no so worries, much, no worries at all. Yeah, it's one of those things where it was just like it just kind of needed to happen, but it happened. Hey, stop it! That's mine, Oliver. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel you. yeah, I feel you. and so, and the thing that just sucked about it was that I moved in, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm here, and um, totally fine," but she's like, "Yeah." Um, 
So it was around the time when her best friend was going to get engaged, and they were all going to Mexico. So I was alone for a week in an oh. apartment for the first Dude, that was time. That's probably the best though, because then you got to make it feel like your space. It was horrible. Really? It was horrible because I was still fighting with my mom, and it was really dark. And yeah. I'd never. It was the that was the first time that I was totally on my own, and I wasn't prepared for it because I had no money. I had nothing. Now I'm now I'm finally yeah, there, yeah. and I'm back now that it's been a few months, and I've gotten it monetarily to where i'm supposed to be but oh yeah yeah Dude, so. it takes time man yeah are you still living where are you still living with both so i'm moving with both still yeah cool nice mm-hmm. like two miles from my parents nice that's not too bad which is dude it's honestly it's great because i get to do my laundry for free whenever i run out of toilet paper i just go steal a roll yeah and, uh, <laughs> exactly I go swimming i can so yeah exactly not, you know what i mean like i forgot you had a pool my parents have a pool. Yeah, there. see, I yeah, I never had that luxury. They we went, had a public pool. But they went to uh, they just went to LA to see Trav do Frozen at. He's doing Frozen at. California oh, that's rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing um. Kristoff. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, oh my god, yeah, that's so awesome. He's, he's doing that, and so they just went and saw him, and so my mom was like, "Do you and Michaela want to come?" And I was like. I was like, I don't know, because like Sunday was our last day at Great America. Yeah. And they were, or no, Saturday was, and they were leaving Sunday. And she and I were like, do we want to leave a crowded theme park to go hang out at a crowded theme yeah, park exactly. for four days? That'll probably be no. far more crowded. Yeah. Like by a thousand. Like by millions, dude. <laughs> like, and so we were just like, ah, nah, we'll stay at Hotel de Leland and just <laughs> sit by the pool for free for four and days. And just chill out, yeah. yeah. Away so. from everything. No, I totally hear you. No, I mean... As, as lovely as Disneyland is, you, oh, dude, you hit it at great. the wrong time. It's yeah, just, no, oh, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> absolutely not. Dude, I did that. We had we had an annual pass for like three years maybe, and uh, we would go five times a year. Yeah. So like when you break it down, that's once every like two and a half months. Oh, yeah, exactly. So like we went during the worst times, and there were times where we'd go, and there'd be like, you know, a few hundred thousand in the park. Yeah. Or however they do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, however whatever they it is. Like, Algorithm is. So, yeah. And so it's, <laughs> they're, you know, you make it, dude, the worst time, like, we went and we had to wear ponchos and shit. Oh, yeah. it was raining. During the rain. Oh, my God. <laughs> there must have been holes in mine or something because I was soaking wet. Oh, it'll, like, st- it'll still get like you. Like, we just paid $80 for a plastic bag that has holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it raining or was yeah, it? Okay, oh, so yeah. it's just raining. Okay, so I bought. I think it was, like, October or, yeah. or something. I bought a poncho when I went to, um last november i went to universal in florida and i went to i did the whole thing there and i did disney world and i bought one because there were certain rides i wanted to go on that were like like their their water rides are basically like times 10 because it's so goddamn hot there um and so i was like you know what it i'm okay with the weather right now i'll just get one of these and i still walked away like covered because they like our jurassic park in in hollywood Mm -hmm. you get you get wet when you go down the waterfalls. They turn on effects or something there because it's like 95% humidity. It's like times 10 everything. Yeah. So it was bad. That's um, so it was sick. fun though. That's so sick. Yeah. I've never been to Universal Studios. That in, was in Florida. A, oh, I've never been to Florida. That, so. was, that was a trip. Like it was getting back was a bitch, but the trip there was awesome. Like and doing all of it. Did was you really drive cool. back or something? No, no, no. <laughs> so we flew, but we went in November and we got rerouted through um the plane was supposed to go florida to denver 
for a tran- for a transfer, and mm-hmm. then we get to uh, San Jose. Mm. So we left. That's him. He snorts. Um, <laughs> we all do. We got. <laughs> we got from Florida to shit. Where was it? They had to reroute us to Texas in the middle of the night because there was such a massive snowstorm in Denver. In Denver, like oh, it was so bad, that the man. visibility was down to like almost zero. Yep. And then they managed to get us around the storm and into Denver, and that was fine. But it was about eleven thirty at night, like three or four hours past when we were supposed to be, and they said there were no return flights scheduled, there were no hotels <sighs> booked, no restaurants were open. Um, it's the worst situation. They wouldn't give us meal vouchers. They wouldn't help us with our flight. Oh, shit. And the cool thing was that though that because I I was I mean I was done. I was panicked. Well, I was like, sure. fuck, we're not because the plane was going. It it wasn't even snow as well. There was also lightning uh, right outside the plane. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna die. Cool. That that was good. I see what you did there. I got <laughs> to see it now. All right. I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. It, it was. I it wasn't fun. Dude. But there was. A, a private airplane pilot that was on um he was booked for like that's wild yeah so it was really cool <laughs> there was a private airplane pilot who was flying on the flight he wasn't the pilot for the plane but he got out and we ran into him because we were like the only two people that stayed and were like fuck we need to go look for food um and they were telling us about like he, he flew for like all these different celebrities and all this stuff so he was coming back from dropping off a client and so he had a radar with him that could tell where all the flights were going and if it was not for him wherever he is um, we would my mom would not have been woken up at 5am in the morning and said hey um, you need to come with me the flight that they put you on was just cancelled you need to go and reroute it because they wouldn't have warned us so my mom like fought for hours with the people there and we got home what? we got home and it, um that was the one time i wasn't too happy with southwest ever Fuck. yeah yeah i think i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna stick to disneyland for a while dude i dude honestly like <laughs> tour made it so that i just like driving everywhere. yeah yeah which exactly. is crazy because like most people hated it but i love driving yeah i just love sitting in the car and being like i can stop whenever i want I'm like I'm not just gonna fall out of the sky randomly. Yeah. Like, I was I took a flight once from Boise to Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then from Salt Lake City to L.A. And um, leaving Salt Lake City, the plane dropped. Like, gee, I hate because it like there like... because it had snowed that morning, and so we sat on the runway for like an hour, and they're like, okay, the clouds are clear, like we're good to go. And so they we went up and everything, and then there was just god awful turbulence, and the plane dropped. <laughs> And the mess popped out. I thought we were going to die. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I dropped on a flight to Vegas because it was over the desert and because there were air pockets. Oh, yeah. And, it dro- and I was like, oh, Dude, my God. Leaving Vegas. Leaving Vegas is horrible because of the heat and, and all the pockets that will like like the air pockets that come out. Yeah. Um, easiest flight I can do ever is um, the here to LA. Yep. Cuz it's like 40 it's like not even yeah, 45, not e- 45 minutes. minutes. They give you a drink. You can hang out and that's pretty much it. And then you're all done. I'm sure you could fly to Santa Barbara. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I drove to Santa Barbara. Minutes? I I well yeah, exactly cuz it'll take it'll take 20 minutes to fly yeah. there, but yeah, th- that drive actually wasn't that bad. No, dude, that's a great drive. Yeah, it was Long a nice one. drive. Um, my girlfriend's uh, sister, we went there for her graduation um, from UCSB and her house was and it's not she moved out it's not there anymore but it was like 
right on a beach. Yeah. Like, over on the coast. Yeah. It was, oh, it was awesome. It was really cool. My buddy Jordan and I went to uh, Santa Barbara once or twice, like, just to go see friends and everything. Yeah. And there was this one house that we went to, and there was, like, a, there's like a live, like, funk hip-hop band playing <laughs> in the backyard. Nice. And, like, they had, a like, a fence, not a gate, a fence. Yeah. Like, a janky, like, waist-high picket fence <laughs> with like wire and stuff yeah and uh and then there was just like a 30 foot drop oh my god <laughs> so i mean they were kind of like right on the ocean yeah oh that's intense yeah ours at least i i was worried about that at first and then th- so they they were in one of the houses that was i guess a little bit newer so it had more of a deck on it which was nice but yeah there were some houses that i remember like because like when you're near the beach you can kind of see some of the fences and i'm like that's not safe at all (laughs) someone and and for all the people that are drinking and if like like you're like you're in the you're in the freaking for disaster just death yeah that's like that's horrible um anyway um so you made a movie you made Mm -hmm. a short film so I, I do want to talk. Yeah, we've been going oh, the entire okay. time. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, we've been going the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I try to make it as natural as possible. And we yeah. can talk about literally. That was smooth. That was we, smooth. Yeah. Thank you. We can Some we can it. literally t- <laughs> we can talk about literally, literally whatever you want. Like that's kind of the way that I've so gone about this. Um, but yeah. So tell me because I just I see as, only as much as I do on Facebook or social media or whatever it is. Tell me a little bit about this movie. Uh, so the movie's called Bella Joy, okay. and um, the movie is about a man who is searching for his own kind of forgiveness for a crime that he had committed. Um, so it, you know, the main character is a is a priest who has committed a crime and is being released from prison, and he's kind of he's trying to get back into society and he's trying to find his welcome and so he kind of he goes to some of his familiar places around town and um and just has to try and and find his groove again you know what i mean yeah uh so it was yeah man it was a lot of fun it took you know i started writing it um in like geez it's 2016 so started film uh it's already almost the end of 2016. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so we, yeah, I mean, I started writing it in the fall of 2015, and then um, yeah, and then I had it finished by wait, no, that doesn't make sense. 2014. Yeah. And then uh, had it finished in February of 2015. Cool. And okay. then just kind of went to my brother and was just like, hey, like I, I think you know because we had we always kind of send scripts to each other. He writes. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, when he went to UCLA, he did a lot of playwriting. Nice. And so he he would send me scripts and stuff. And so I had started with, like, uh, with a pilot. Yeah. And then I sent that to him, and we kind of worked on that for a little bit. And then I had this idea for this movie and uh, finished the script and sent it to him. And then, you know, by the time we went back and forth on a few drafts, like, he would always send me, like, he, the thing that works with working with my brother is that, like, he always challenges something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll send him something, and even if it is, even if it's good, like you know, not great or anything like that. Even if it's just good, like he'll he'll break it down and be like, "Yo, like, why is this here? Why is this here? Why is this here?" And like, that's that's a great kind of working relationship that we've developed. The yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we took a few months. uh, I think we took like two months, kind of doing like 
workshop drafts. You know what I mean? Like changing this scene or like what we would do sometimes is we would just like, we would write a scene like, and just say, where could this scene fit? What would we take out and put this in place of? Like, yeah. And so we did that for a while. And then, um, I just kind of decided, I was like, you know, I'm ready to, I'm ready to make this. Like I'm ready to actually like do this because the original idea with the movie was to create like a portfolio piece, something that like, Oh yeah. We could use to show people like, Hey, like this is just a, a sample work, you know, but yeah. Once we kind of like budgeted it out and like figured out what we need and kind of the, the, you know, the production value that I personally wanted to bring to it and like make sure that we had, you know, kind of like starting with like a, a higher standard, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, just for not, not for anybody else, but just for myself. Cause like, I don't know, you know, it's like when you're, when you're 10 or 11 years old, like you start demoing on a, on a little eight track. Tape, exactly. You know what I mean? Like start like that. And then. You know, you're 14, you get your first laptop, so you get GarageBand. And then 17, 18, like, you're actually going to a studio and renting out space. And yep. Then, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, all right, well, I'm 23, 22. Like, what do I want to put time into? And so, you know, yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. It was, a, it was a really cool experience. And so now we're in pre-production for the next movie that we're making. Nice. Yeah, so that's really cool. Travis wrote this script. Uh, it's called Such Great Heights. And... Um, Dun, dun, dun. Oh, sorry, I had to. I love it. You uh, you can be in charge of music. <laughs> Sweet. But yeah, man. Uh, so we're doing. So we're working on that. Awesome. So that'll be cool. So we're gonna start filming at the end of this month, and um, get all that done in a shorter amount of time. You know. So 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 now, like, now that we said, like, okay, so with Bella, like, let's let's see, like, how. How, how high the stakes like we kind of put into it, you know what I mean? And so yeah, we went big with that, and like we're really proud and like really happy with what we have received so far. It's been accepted into a few festivals, screened at a few places across the country, which is really cool. Um, and like you know, we didn't have we didn't have really any major expectations going into it, just because it was our first movie. You know yeah. What I mean? Aside from like stealing our mom's camera when we were twelve <laughs> and making like yeah. jackass ripoffs, you know what I mean? Like, um, but like, yeah, you know. So, so with this one, we're kind of seeing like, okay, like with Bella, we spent you know x amount of dollars. So let's see how little we can spend with this one. Like, let's see if we can like bring the same quality and the same kind Maximize of maximize it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and just kind of like lower the lower the expenses on it because then at that point it's like okay, like. We spent seven grand on this movie. We spent a grand on this movie. Sick. Like, now we can see that, like, the quality is there regardless of how much we financially put into yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you realize as you go and you do it, like, where things can be cut in a sense. Like, the, I mean, certain cameras, if you want it, will, they'll, depending on what you rent. I mean, what did you guys shoot it with? Uh, we shot Bella with a DSLR. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. That's it's, that's what it was looking like because it, it looked yeah. very similar to the one I was using. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, it's like one of those things where it's uh, you you can get the quality. You'd be amazed what you can get with the the quality that you're getting yeah. when you see. It's like okay, where is that kind of quality coming from? Not only mm -hmm. is it just from you guys as storytellers, but it's from it doesn't necessarily have to be from the equipment it can be it's all about yeah. kind of how you work within that so that's yeah. awesome that's Thanks, great man. yeah and it's i mean what's cool like you know it's like following a band you know what i mean like i was you, just gonna compare it to music yeah exactly. yeah yeah totally i mean it's because i mean what a what a band is and kind of like 
you know, having that, having that kind of background with, with writing music and making that type of thing, it's like, it all comes down to creating a brand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I started reading this book, uh, called the power of broke by Damon Johnson. Nice. Really smart entrepreneur. He's awesome. Creative Fugu. Um, (laughs) but, uh, and like his whole thing is like, is creating a brand that, that best represents you, but also that, that, uh, anybody can, can relate to, you know what I mean? Like that anybody of, of any kind of background or upbringing can be like, yeah, like I, I connect with this on, on this level or that level or whatever. And so keeping that in mind as we're making our second, our second project, like we're kind of, we're both, you know, we're on the phone almost every day with each other, like talking about like little things. You know what I mean? The phone calls like 30 seconds or like 30 minutes. And it's like, yeah, you know, Oh, like, Oh, I had this thought. I had this thought. And like, it's cool because like, like a band with each record it's like you strengthen or expand or and hopefully also expand your brand you know what i mean of course um so we're trying to hone in on what our brand exactly is like it's cool watching new movies or old movies and being like i really like this yeah i I like the cinematography i like or or like you said bringing it back to the equipment like i like this you know lower budget quality or i really like this you know the red cameras that are out like those are incredible you know what I mean but you don't always you don't need an incredible microphone to record an incredible song absolutely not Yeah, you know what I mean so it's cool it's just it's good it's a fun it's a fun thing that's why art and and, you know creating is so cool because it's like there's no standard for perfection absolutely it's just like it's a constant hit or miss yeah you know there was yeah, there was there was something interesting that I read the other day um, about. I've been reading a lot of music biographies. Like I've been reading a shit ton of them, and I finished Slashes the other oh, day. Oh yeah, That's such a good I book. I love that book. Yeah, dude. so there was a book. Excellent. Yeah, there was a part in it where he was talking about how the sound that he recorded on Appetite for Destruction mm-hmm. it was it was a Les Paul ripoff. Yeah, and it was. Like that was it, and that got that sound. Yeah. Like it, and that was, and now he's, and now he's obviously using like his own custom guitar. Yeah. But it's like it just goes to show you that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You, it, you could have like a, a, a spinoff guitar. Oh, it's yeah. how you, it's your technique as a songwriter or as a creator yeah. that's going to affect it. Dude, one of one of my favorite things to do is just give Michaela my guitar. And just be like, like, hey, just play something. Just, just play, like, just play any something. note. And like, she'll hold it for a second, just kind of look at me, like, like what? Like, what are you? Like, why? I don't know how to play, but I'm like, no, like, I just want to see what your natural, like, what's your natural response? Yeah. Like, cause you don't know how to properly hold a chord, like, you don't know how to properly strum, like, you don't know how to finger pick, like. Yeah. I want to see, you know what I mean? It's like, and because that's. I don't know. Like, I want to find video of me when I was like ten years old with and my guitar. You can see how you shifted like, from what? that. Like, yeah, that was that was original. That was creative. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's cool. No, it's that's cool. awesome. That's no, I, I love I love seeing stuff like that, and it's it's really weird to kind of. I mean, I still I haven't played guitar that much in a very long time. I've been I've wanted to pick it up more just recently, just because I'm kind of feeling a little bit better about life and things and i'm yeah. like you know what i want to play again and i just just for the hell of it and i always noticed though whenever i bar did bar chords i would always use my pinky i never used mm. my third finger <laughs> i had guitar players that, or teachers that would be like no you can't do that and i i like it but i also don't want to break it yeah i don't know so dude i i used <laughs> to do the same thing with my ring finger yes and my chords were just so sloppy and yes then, and then like one day i was watching bow play and i was like 
use your pinky. It just clicks with you. It's yeah. so weird. But then I was like, oh, that's how you actually complete the chord, and that's how you don't have yes. slots. Like, oh, I got it. <laughs> well, I was just used to playing Green Day covers all the time, and I would be like, yeah, I, I only need these two strings. <laughs> cool. That, and then I just yep. play the five bar chords yep. that were in the old songs. Yep. Um, that's so, so what is going on with uh, Till I Fall? Because I was always going to, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, I mean, not not even just them, but out, I, here, yeah. but outside of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um, <laughs> dude, it's. Because it's been a while I feel, since I last saw you guys perform yeah. and do anything. Dude, I was actually going to say, I feel like it's literally been since your graduation since i've seen you. probably i think it's been like, it's pr- it's been a long time is that it's like over a year yeah it was during like, it was at the graduation yeah, yeah that was the last time i saw yeah, you man. yeah wild that's so crazy <laughs> well i mean like dude that sums up like the last year you know what I mean? yeah like, it's crazy uh till i fall is we're we're like at this interesting fate we're good you know what i mean like, yeah we're good like we're it's cool because like i always I always kind of like based from like relationships in life, like based on how often I see people and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's I, you know, and so it's funny cause like I usually only see like Zach and Pine like once a week Yeah, at band practice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'll kick it for two or three hours. We'll play some songs. Like we'll talk about stuff and then, and then the rest of the time it's over phone. You know what I mean? It's over tech. And yeah. But chat oh, and all that hi. stuff. Yeah. Oh, how's it going? I see. It's been so long. We were just talking about this. I haven't seen him since graduation. Wow. Yeah. A long time. It is a long time. He directed a short so film. Crazy. He's still doing the band. We're talk- we just talked all about that. Yeah. Trying to Did be. you? Are you in? Am I in? In movie? Uh, well, I made it. He made it. He made it. I made it. I wrote it not, sorry. not yet. Well, I mean, you're good no. after. So. Thank you. Well, I mean, I, I still, like, so enjoyed when we saw Spring, Spring Awakening. Awakening. Yeah. Oh, that, was that was so much so fun. Awesome. You fucking stared me down when you had that monologue. Oh, my God. That was, that was so you were so staring nice. right at me, and I'm just like, God damn it. That was a yeah, fun that, show. That was a great time. Are you still doing theater? Still doing theater, yeah. So what's, mm-hmm. what are production are you in now? So I just finished doing <laughs> Great America. I was working at Great America this summer. Oh, how fun. And we were doing just, like, singing and dancing okay and that was a lot of fun and then uh in two weeks i start uh working at san jose stage company i'm doing a, a west coast premiere of a play oh okay yeah so it's cool pretty heavy duty well, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, i love yeah. you know we're going to see american idiots tonight american oh. idiots. yeah nice. my, city lights yeah my friend andrew is in it and so he's Very like cool. Show's sold out, so I have to sneak you in. So I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sold out every single yeah. time I've tried to go. So yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, and I wanted to plan it on a time when I was actually down here finally. Yeah. So I was like, perfect. This good will call. be great. Good so. call. You gotta yeah. let me know how that is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. I heard, I heard good things. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. All right, well, I'll let you guys get to it. Cool. I'm going to have some coffee because I'm about ready to pass out. Yeah, oh. I'm there with you. Nice to see you. Give me my puppy. Oh, my God, I have to edit this yeah. out. No, keep it. <laughs> That's real life. Bye. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so you said you're, so you're an interesting phase. In your, there was one thing I forgot to say just before we get back on this. Yeah. I forgot to say I was in a production of American Idiot. Where? Okay, so let That's me so sick. let me rephrase this. I wasn't in the play. I was in the orchestra. I was in the. I played in the show. Where? Um, Santa Cruz at the. Um, it was I think the Loudon Nelson 
like That's community so center. Sick. That was the best experience I've ever had in my fucking life. That is rad, dude. It was. I I played bass. Like I I learned the entire show and I got to do it. Um, Good for you. Yeah, I was. That's with, so. I rad. was with Nick Duracy and a few other people that were in it. Uh, Tyler Dorsey, uh, a couple Tyler of other. Dorsey, I know that name. He was a, he was the drummer for he was the drummer for. Um, He's in another band right now. I, for, I forget the name of it because we talked about this a long time ago. I, I, fuck, I actually had a meeting with him. I just realized I had an epiphany. Oh, um, but um, <laughs> he used to be in We Are Promise. Oh, that was dude. Where, so, so was Nick. And so that's how they all kind of met. You're fucking done, son. Yes, exactly. That's so, so funny. Yeah, and I, but I oh, didn't, but God. here's the thing. I didn't know that until after the play. And I was like, what bands were you guys in? Because Tyler was a fucking awesome drummer when we did the show. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I'm in this band right now. We're doing this thing, and because it had a very kind of alternative and prog feel to it, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's aw- this sounds that's really sick. cool." And so he was like, "Yeah, when I was a teenager, Nick and I used to be in a band called We Are Promise." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, what the that's fuck?" So and so he's like, funny. "Yeah, that was us." And I was that's like, "So, so why did you guys end?" And he told me the whole story, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Dude. it was like getting that little secret you never." That's so funny. Yeah, it, it was small world, man. It was a really fucking dude. Small I was world. doing. We were doing street drum court at the boardwalk. It's just a small world, cause like yeah, you don't think you. I don't know. It, it blows my mind. But we were sitting at this bar. We were doing street drum court, and we were sitting at this bar, and we were just talking with the bartender about like music and stuff. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, I bartend at the Catalyst sometimes." And I was like, "Oh, word! Like my band's played the Catalyst." And, nice. You know. And he was just like, "Oh, what's your band?" Till I fall. Oh, I know till I fall. He's like, yeah, actually, the drummer in my band is uh, so and so, and he plays in. in he used to play in Lear. Yeah. And I was like, oh no way! Like yeah. I know you Lear, and he's like, oh, like Stick Up Kid came up, and he's like, oh, like we had the same circle. Of yeah. Friends. I was just like, this is wild. Like that's just how you know what I mean. That's super so, rad. That's so awesome. Yeah. yeah so anyway, I thought I would share that because I yeah. finally got a taste of theater, and it was Good for you, oh man. fucking that's awesome. So sick. It was like I've got a lot of friends that are doing American Idiot. Oh, it was awesome. It just, dude, it just looks like the funnest show to do. Man. Oh, it was so much fun. I wanted to do it so badly, but I was just like, I, you know, it comes down to a choice at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, there's still a chance. You, I, oh, dude, you'll still be in that's it. All the, I guarantee that's all the one lifetime day. to do, dude. Oh, yeah. I, I figured out what my, like, my big thing in life is going to be. I'm just going to wait until they're like, hey, we're making Eight Mile the Musical. Uh, <laughs> and I'll just yes. show up and be like, hey, uh, actually... <laughs> And then uh, it'll be Eminem. Mom's, and then my dream will come true. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom, dude, that's it. I'm <laughs> gonna make yeah. a whole line of merch after. <laughs> and just give me a t shirt with spaghetti stains. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, that would be fucking. I will absolutely go and see that. Fuck $50 yeah. a shirt. Yeah, dude. You know that we're not we're not too far off from doing Eight Mile the Musical. It's gonna and happen. It, it has to happen. We tried to do Spider Man the Musical. Yeah. And that didn't work. Thanks, Bono. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and, and The Edge. Yeah. If that's even is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, so as we were talking about with Till I Fall, you guys said, so you said you were at this interesting point. Yeah. Um, where you see each other um, like once a week and yeah, you like, chill for a little I mean, while. it's cool. Like that's how it's been, man. You know, and like that, that's one of the unfortunate things about me choosing to kind of like do a lot. You know yeah, I mean? a like, lot at of the other end things, of the day, yeah. like it sucks because I don't know. It's like um, you know, I just kind of look at it like I I have I'm very thankful that I have like a, an imagination. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But I <laughs> I'm not good at filtering that. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, neither am so, I. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like I wake up one day and I'm like I'm gonna write 
a book. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, you're not. Like, you're actually going to sit down with a pen and paper and then talk yourself out of this <laughs> because you have 10 other projects. Dude, I'm the fucking right same now. way. So, uh, you know, it's cool. I mean, Pyam and, and Zach uh, are, you know, they're very, they're very into music. You know what I mean? Like, which is awesome. And so having two people that are very passionate about music and creating music and listening to music. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's always cool kicking it with Pine because no matter what we start talking about, music comes up and we end up just throwing Spotify yeah. on and like smoking a bowl and just kicking it and talking about new yeah. music. You know what I mean? And it's like that guy, like, has he he has a great ear for music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's always cool because like Zach and I and back when Mike was in the band, like we would write something you know, it typically be like a verse and a chorus and we'd go to Pine and he'd be like, Hey, like this is what we got, this is kind of the direction we're going in, what yeah. do you think? And uh that's Pine's input with writing, you know what I mean? And so because I've been kinda you know, I was working with Great America and now I've got a few weeks off and I start my next show and because that's the schedule I kinda choose to live by at the moment, um, it's it's actually kinda working to our advantage because you know, we're, we're not in a place to be touring right now and you can only play your hometown so many times and have it really be effective. Exactly. And like, so, you know, right now we're just writing a lot and I think it's helpful because, you know, Mike was in the band for a few years and then, you know, he found his passion more in the production side. You know what I mean? So we kind of, it was kind of like a, an agreement thing where we were just kind of like, okay, like, you know, the creative side is going to be changing now. So Zach came back, you know, he came back from, um, Oregon and you know oh yeah because he was in Oregon for a while yeah man went out there and he was working on his photography a lot and and they you know kind of some of his other creative stuff and came back and Mike was leaving and so you know Zach was just kind of like you know we had written and recorded Scarlet and um and you know we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do with that and then Zach came back and he was just like yo like this song's dope like let's start jamming and just kind of see how it feels and we played a few shows and um and, you know, we decided to make the video for Scarlet, and that's, you know, that was really cool to see that people really liked it. Yeah. You know, and... Nice work on that, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. we Dude, sharp, man. My buddy, uh, Charles Duran, he's a great, great filmmaker, man. Nice. Great filmmaker, great cinematographer, and uh, One Shade Studios, that's his company. And, Sweet. Um, yeah, man, they, they make great stuff so that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun doing all that and it kind of you know it kind of got us all back into it where we were just kind of like yeah we don't need to be touring we don't need to be putting thousands of dollars into a record you know and putting all this unnecessary pressure on ourselves yeah that was actually pine that was not me i was like <laughs> no, no let's do this let's go and then pine was just kind of like all right now let's have a real conversation about <laughs> what we want to do and he kind of like you know, it was like, all right, easy does it. Uh, and that's what's cool, you know, like we were saying, like at the very beginning of everything, is that it's, it's all hit and miss, you know what I mean? And oh, so, it, the whole thing is a learning experience. Yeah, like we came out and we did two EPs and then we toured a bunch, you know what I mean? Like I think the first like three years of a band, like we probably played like 200, 300 shows. You I, know? And, like, yeah, that was awesome. And like we were all, like we were always playing shows. And when, you know, when we toured that first like two, three times, like, you know, it was a lot of fun, and uh, but it wasn't financially anything. Yeah, you know there's I mean? a lot like, of bands. We'd come out. home and we'd just be like, 
we sold CDs. How do we have no money? Like, yeah. we sold shirts. How do we have no money? We made guarantees at every show. How do we have no money? And you realize all the expenses and Dude, all that stuff filters into it. at the end of the it. day, man, it just seems like unless you are Beyonce, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to make money. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's just... So, so you know, we were just like, yo, well, what, like, what is our focus? We won't write sick-ass songs. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we won't write good songs. We won't write songs that aren't, you know, like good charlotte b-sides you know like we don't want to write that type of music like we want to write stuff that isn't just like poppy like hey please put this on the radio you know? yeah and so i think you know a lot's happened to me personally in the last year year and a half a lot's happened to you know zach a lot's happened to Pyam, and so we're kind of at this place where we're just like okay what do we want to write about right now yeah and because we're not writing for a record because we're not writing for a label because we're not writing for any anything other than like let's write exactly so we're just kind of writing song by song you know what i mean and so right now we've got a handful of songs that we're working on and uh we're talking about going back to the studio soon and doing another thing and you know what's cool about it is that like there's so much happening in the world and in our lives individually and collectively that like because we're not doing a record like we just decided like let's go single by single and invest in it the same way we did with Scarlet. Like, let's make it, like, a, a focus. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, that's kind of where we're at. That's super you rad. Know? We miss, I mean, we all miss being able to just go on tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we miss, like, doing that stuff. Because even though they they weren't, like, incredibly successful, we do have people, you know, across the country that are buying our records still and that are buying our merch still. That's and, fucking like, rad. When you see that happen, you're just like, all right. You know, it wasn't all for nothing. Like, there yeah. is something there that, that people are connecting to. There's so. a presence. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Which, it's cool, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the important part. It's. It's not. Not only is it. I mean, you see that it was. Not only is it awesome when it's worth it, or when it's a learning experience, but when you can see that it was worth it, even just a little bit. And it's like, yeah, okay, cool. We did this, so let's let's take this next step now that we yeah. kind of got this part out of the system. Yeah, yeah, man. And yeah. it's cool because like you're. I don't know, like. I always, growing up, I was always like, oh, I want to be, like, I want to be the band that's trending. Like, I want to be the band that's on the magazine. I want to be... As do a lot of people. Yeah, of course, because that's that's where the appeal is. You know what I mean? That's where, like, Um, some of the money is. Yeah, that's where the... If if there is any. Yeah, yeah, that's where, like, the average appeal is. You know what I mean? I want to be on the cover of a magazine. Uh, But the, the more that I... The older I get, and the the more that we kind of write and put out good songs, like it's kind of like, yo, this is a good song. I know it's a good song. I would almost rather have there be like a small cult following across yeah. the country or world or whatever of like a hundred people who just love these songs and really connect with them than have than write, you know, and tell just, me maybe. And then yeah, exactly. Just like, have someone yeah. sing it. Just be even if they don't relate to it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I just yeah. like this because it's what's popular and what's catchy. Exactly. You want somebody who gets the song. Exactly. One hundred percent. Dude, so. one of my favorite one of my favorite bands is uh, the Lords. You know, the Lords of Brooklyn. And yes. Like, yes. They're they're, you know, for for lack of a better phrase, like they're a smaller cult band. You know yeah. what I mean? In the sense that like. If you if you like that style of punk, you know that kind of like Cadillac punk, if you will, like the rancid type sound, the left alone type sound. Yeah, you know who those that 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 band and those songs are like. And at the end of the day, it's like those bands are the ones that I feel like really, really made something. They really have a brand. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because it's not just like oh leather jacket rock. It's like no, nah, like they're they're about where they come from. They're about the people that they know, and you know. 
Yeah, and they, they have are. and they have a very consistent sound, um, mm-hmm. particular particularly with somebody like Rancid. Like you know, you know right off of hearing it, no matter yeah, what yeah. style twist take yeah. they have on it, you're like, this is a Rancid. This, is a Rancid. Song. this yeah. isn't, and it isn't like a Tim Armstrong solo record or yeah. a Lars solo. You know who it is. Yeah, which that's is true. really hard for band. And what's really cool is that a lot of bands within that genre, even like if they're the the smaller cult following. Those shows, like say you play a place like Gilman Street or you play mm-hmm. a smaller like hole in the wall punk club, like it's not alive, but like CBGBs, like a, yeah. a club that size, yeah. you're gonna have if that's a packed show, yeah. like you're gonna get such an experience yeah. from that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's totally different. So Dude, that's I've awesome. always said, man, like with music or acting or whatever, like if I could go on the road and just pack like a fifty person house and just everywhere, do that. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean, like. It's crazy because, like, the older you get, your priorities shift and, like, what you want changes and everything like that. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you kind of have to. I don't know. It's like, I feel like you're faced with these decisions where you're like, okay, well, do I pursue what I really want or do I pursue what's, like, what I think is best or, like, what do I do? You know it's what I mean? really difficult. But, like, dude, yeah. I think, I think especially when, when you're making art, it's hard. Or whatever you're making, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say what I, what I do is art, but, like. No, I. Um, I, I what, like, if that's what you're doing, like, it's hard to keep like a genuine um like a genuine goal in mind yeah because it's not it's not like you're trying to be an accountant where there's a <laughs> there, there there's a or a lawyer where there's a very set yeah place that you can go it's mm-hmm. like okay cool i'm gonna work towards this because i can absolutely see it the person on three floors above me has that spot yeah. i know that in if i work x amount of hours for a certain amount of years then i'll get to that get with to a music yeah with a musician it or a filmmaker or whatever you, there is no way to predict it yeah. at all so yeah. i completely hear you it's true yeah it's true well and there's also like uh it's you know it's hard to cuz what do you do do you make what you personally want to like reflect on or do you make something that a lot of people are going to like or are you going to make what's going to sell or are you going to make what somebody with a million dollars is going to see and be like here's a million dollars now make the next one like, yeah you know what i mean it's so hard. it's always it's always hard to i mean the same thing comes with taking a job like do you take the fun job or do you take the jobs to get paid the most yeah do you take the job that's in town or do you take the ones out of town like exactly you know yeah but the never-ending never-ending adventure, cycle dude. oh yeah. yeah it's and it's that's that's a good way to put it the never-ending adventure dude Yes. That's just what it is, man. That's just what it is. Because like you said, <coughs> it's not like being an accountant where it's like, here are the steps. Then you'll make this much. Yes. It's like, I think this might work. Yeah. Let's try it for a year. If not, there's always next year. Yeah, exactly. And, like, <laughs> and you might make money. Yes. But, and it might be only 20 bucks. God. But it'll get you somewhat closer. But yeah, no, I, I completely hear you. It's it's, it's it's insane. But at the end of the day... At the end of the day, do you think it's worth it? Of course. Okay. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's anybody that has a passion for anything. You know what I mean? It's like, I've always, it, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a mother who's always kind of, who's always supported me and my brother. And, I've, you know, I think that if my brother hadn't started performing, um, I don't know if I would have ever looked at it as an actual option. Not because nobody would have supported it, but because I didn't, I don't know if I actually saw it as a real option. Yeah. Because growing up, I it was sports. You know what I mean? I played sports nonstop until I got my drum set, and then when I got my drum set, <laughs> I was like, "This is so sick." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he started doing. You know, I did my first play in like elementary school, but then like in middle school, and then high school, and then just from there it kind of went. And so like because we always had uh, a, a mom that supported us and our stepdad and our, our brothers and sisters and stuff. 
um, is just it, it's always it's kind of like ingrained in me to just don't do don't do the thing that's gonna make you the most money. Like do the thing that is gonna make you happy. Do the thing that you're most passionate about. You know, yeah. and a lot of people disagree with that. A lot yeah. of people I know, and a lot of people in my family disagree with that. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's okay because financial security is something that is incredibly important to a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. something that's important to me too. But I would rather obtain that by chasing what I'm pa- passionate about most, because, like at the end of the day, like that's that's what it's about. Yeah. To me. You know what I mean? No, I, me, I totally it's hear about, you. Like it's you know like. People like Plato. Like, he wasn't like, how am I going to make the most money? You know what I mean? Yeah. He just kind of lived his life. And, like, he he was about knowledge, you know? And so that's what he made his passion was figuring out life. You yeah. Know? And uh, so so that inspires me. That inspires me to be like, yeah, I'm going to figure out how I can convey my emotion, how I can convey a message the best through film, through acting, through music, through writing, through any creative means. Because yeah. – Dude, I mean, Tupac Shakur, man. He said, <laughs> I may not, you know, I'm, he said something along the lines of, I may not change, you know, the world, but I may spark the, that the change in somebody that could change the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So pass it on, pay it forward. You know what I mean? In any means. You could be a chef. If making great food is what you're about, make great food because you're making somebody so damn happy yeah. by making the best mac and cheese you can make. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. It's like, if I could cook, I'd be a chef. Very nice. Um, no, I mean, it's there was one thing that I did see, and we'll wrap this up right now. Um, there was one thing that I did. Um, it was some quote that I heard where it was, if you do something, find the thing that you love to do, the thing that you would do for no money, and then pursue that if you love doing it, because eventually the money will come over time. Because if you really love it and you're spending every day doing something that you are just in love with, mm-hmm. and you could be like, you're, you're out there, whether or not you're getting a paycheck because it's just there's something in you that's driving you do that because yeah. then if you're in the game long enough it, it, you'll yeah. find where you fit and you'll be able to make a mm-hmm. living off of it mm-hmm. and but it's always the scary part at first of having that like that volume of work that you have to overcome because yeah. i think it was ira glass who said something like um you have to compose a volume of work first before you can start to see where you're really starting to take shape Oh, yeah. it, it, it was something like that I'm paraphrasing but well, I totally hear you it's true man I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's true awesome damn it you said something I was like it's holy <laughs> and I just forgot um, oh, it, it was a good one it was on um, the topic of go out and do something that you love yeah uh, nope, it's gone damn man. it it's totally oh. gone oh it was a good one too oh. Don't worry, it was my fault. You were saying something really good, and I was just so wrapped in it. And I was like, "Damn!" No, no, no worries. If you think of, if you think of it, please uh, just text it to me or, or let me know. All right, dude. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for Absolutely. being on. I really appreciate it. Dude, thanks for having me. Um, where can people go and watch the short film and follow you for all your YouTube, all that good stuff? All that good stuff. YouTube. We've got Leland Productions YouTube channel. I've got my own brand, Leland YouTube channel, and I'm on Instagram at Brandon underscore Leland. Awesome. Yeah, All right, man. sweet. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Too close. Thank you, man.